Scatterbrain is back as we get you the post-Super Bowl coverage you know you need from Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, usually Monday to Friday, noon to 3. Come hang out with us for the full three hours. But this is exclusive. You can only get it here. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Devin Kane, Evan Wilner. We're together like Voltron and one big old ro- robot. And let's start with the hottest take from today's show. Because, Harry, you blew my mind. Here we are just having a nice, innocent conversation about how stinking good the Chiefs are. And all of a sudden, you just throw it out there willy-nilly. Patrick Mahomes, the second-best quarterback of all time in the NFL. But here's the thing that I keep thinking about, even above and beyond that quarter, that conversation. If Mahomes is already the second best quarterback of all time, and Andy Reid, I believe right now, is the best coach in the NFL currently. Let's just say he's top three. If you've got the second best quarterback all time with one of the top coaches in the NFL, how the hell do you beat this team for as long as they're together? You see, what do you mean, how do you beat the team? Yeah, like like the Chiefs are just going to keep doing this over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, 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 you're talking about how do, how do you beat the Chiefs? Oh, if you're a, a, Yeah, a, like a you got no chance. You got oh. no chance. Um, well, I'm really talking about me I, I, on Sundays. I got no chance. I have no, well, no, nothing no, no, no. to like, live like, for anymore in the football like, world. Health plays a big part in that. Okay. And if you're a Chiefs fan, you just hope and pray that Patrick Mahomes stays healthy um, throughout the duration of his career. Because I think that's one of the only things that can really derail the Kansas City Chiefs and winning more Super Bowls is, is injuries. Uh, we've seen Patrick Mahomes play at a phenomenal level this entire season. He won the league MVP. But also we sit in that game in the second half, especially he had one incomplete pass. And he was able to, you know, have a 26-yard scamper to set his team up in a position to kick the game-winning field goal. And you looked at the the week prior or two weeks prior in the AFC Championship game uh, when his ankle wasn't the best, and he was able to do the same exact thing and and scramble to the right for a first down to set his team up to kick the game with a field goal in that one too. So I think most of the time people are going to have to pray, pray that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> isn't Patrick Mahomes that day or Travis Kelsey isn't Travis Kelsey that day or Andy Reid may be sick and not able to be on the sidelines. So there's a quarterback that's on the same shelf if I walk it, You know my liquor analogy, like – I walk in, I want top shelf. I want top shelf quarterback. Well, Patrick Mahomes is definitely that. He's on the really expensive shelf line, right? Uh, Travis Kelsey is a top shelf tight end. Andy Reid is a top shelf coach. And it just feels like when you have all those things together, you realize that your team can beat anybody any given year. Like, I am no longer going to bet against the Kansas City Chiefs to win the division and be the AFC Super Bowl favorite as long as those three players are together. Because if you were ever going to beat them, this should have been the year. So given the rebuild that was supposed to be this year, if you didn't get it done this year, then screw it at this point. Like, there is never a reason for me to pick against this team as long as those three are together. And I think the best thing about their team is that they were able this season, in a year that was supposed to be a rebuild to a lot of people outside of that facility in Kansas City, right? I know, I know a lot of those guys uh, didn't feel like it was a rebuild because they still had Patrick Mahomes. They still had Andy Reid. They still had Travis Kelsey. still have Chris Jones, right? But they were able to get the young players they were, they, they were able to draft within the last three years and get those guys great playing time in meaningful situations and playoff football. Think about that. So now next year when those guys get to this point, they've already experienced it. They have a Super Bowl win under their belt. They have an AFC championship game. And I think it's just going to pay dividends to their football team moving forward that these young guys this season were able to be major contributors to a, to a team that a lot of people thought uh, wasn't even going to get to that point. Yeah, and it's 
it's just sort of wild to look at the landscape and realize how good Kansas City is, how good Kansas City can be, and how well set up they are. And so you start looking at it, and it feels very Patriots-like, right? And so it's almost interesting because we talk about you know dynasties within teams. You know uh, how lucky you were if you were a back Packers fan and you went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Well, if you're an AFC fan, you've gone from period of dominance to period of dominance to what feels like is a new period of dominance. And it resets the way everybody's going to have to do business. Like, if you're the Bills, you've got to find a way to break through the Chiefs. If you're the Bengals, you've got to find a way to break through the Chiefs. Otherwise, this entire era becomes a totally complete waste because you're not able to win Super Bowls. See, I think it's more so on the on the Buffalo Bills. And also, I would throw the Baltimore Ravens in that because you have a young, phenomenal Lamar Jackson. Also, I would throw the charges in that because you have a Justin Herbert in which you're looking for him to compete with Patrick Mahomes year in, year out, and those guys are in the same division. I think Cincinnati's standpoint of things, Cincinnati, were they were able to break through last year, right, and beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead in the ASC Championship game, went on to lose the Super Bowl. So I think for them now it's more so how do they get back to the Super Bowl game and how do they win it versus saying how do we, you know, dethrone Patrick Mahomes because they've already done that one time already. Yeah, it, well, and the bill, the bills on the other side, on, on the hand outfits, the, the, the dark cloud over the bills is the Kansas city chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think the, the other dark cloud of this, I don't want to say dark cloud, but you mentioned the Bengals, the Bengals are about to have to pay a lot of people, right? The, yeah. the the Chiefs are already doing that with Mahomes. Like, how different are we going to look at the Bengals when they don't have the advantage of rookie contracts all over the place and they're having to take advantage of their window against a Chiefs team that is this good? Like, is Joe Burrow – and I don't know the answer to this. I don't think any of us can know yet. We've What we've seen now is that you can essentially put – you know, you can put a lot of things around Patrick Mahomes and he's going to make him great. Can you do the same with Joe Burrow? Will Joe Burrow be the quarterback he is today if he's not throwing to T. Higgins and Jamar Chase? I think so because I think so highly of his skill set, but we know the answer to that with Patrick Mahomes. We don't know the answer to that yet with Josh Allen or with uh, with, with Joe Burrow. No, that's, that's a great point. Um, I will say this about Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs uh, has been phenomenal to his career. I just think for them all from an offensive standpoint, they need to get more creative. You know how we see Andy Reid last night and Eric Bieniemy, you know, drawing things up and putting the players in the best situations to be to be successful. I honestly think the Buffalo Bills need to take that approach and they need to go around. This is a copycat league. Go around to these other teams and see what they're doing off from an offensive standpoint that makes them that makes the people that they're watching more so different from everybody else. It's okay to steal and take things. There's a ton of times I, I see a lot of you know a lot of teams when I was playing. Uh, running things that we ran, and we actually stole team things from other teams as well. Yeah. So you, it's a copycat league. You got to be able, don't have enough, uh, too much pride to where you don't want to, you know, put yourself in a situation to be better offensively. Speaking of copycat league, uh, I'll get everybody's thoughts on this one, Evan and Devin too. Like when you when you think about the Philly push, that's I don't know if that's the official name, but like the league's <laughs> going to make that illegal this year, right? Like I feel like this offseason they're going to have to go in and say pushing a player's forward progress forward 
is going to become illegal as, as an action. Like, I, I don't know how they, they do it otherwise, but that, that play is too much of a cheat code, right? Everybody's just going to convert every third and fourth and one next year. Well, my question is, has that always been legal? Because I don't remember that being a thing that every team employs. Yeah, no, it's legal. Okay. It's just never been done this well. Yeah. So now, like, Harry, isn't every team just going to do what, what you're talking about? You just watch the film and you're like, oh, I see how Philly does it. Let's all get in victory formation and just shove it forward for an extra yard. Like, well, in the Super Bowl, nobody could. Kansas City was diving over it, through it, under it, couldn't stop it. No, and I think it's a phenomenal thing. But I think what we're losing here, though, is how strong Jalen Hurts' lower body is as well. We're talking about a guy that squats hella weight. You don't see quarterbacks squatting the way Jalen Hurts squats. So you also, that, that plays a factor into it. But. They had the best offensive line in football as well. Those guys understood the pad level. We got to be lower than the lowest man. We got to be low, but also we got to get a push. And they perfected it. We've seen no other team be able to perfect it the way they have, they've been able to. And I'm just looking forward to seeing if other teams are going to try to adopt this. Are they going to work on these type of things in training camp when the pads are on? Or, you know, throughout the week when they do have pads on throughout the season? No, Harry, your point about Hurts is a good one and his lower body strength because there was a play last night where Chris Jones actually got through and made the initial contact and Hurts stayed on his feet, pushed back on Chris Jones, and then got that push from behind him. So that's part of it. Like Not every quarterback can take that initial hit from, from a guy like Chris Jones who's so physical and so strong to stay on their feet to allow that time for the guys behind them to come push him forward. Like, yeah. I think I think the Eagles do this better than anyone because of just the physical abilities of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's what's going to be interesting. Like, can you do it with a less mobile quarterback? But also more and more quarterbacks are mobile. I mean, you want to tell – like, obviously, let's look at the draft class coming in this year. Bryce Young is a tiny dude, not height, but, but frame. Like, I don't know that I want to push Bryce Young in the middle of all that and then get him snapped in half. But mm-hmm. you want to tell me that they won't do that with an Anthony Richardson or with a Will Levis or with a – like, the incoming classes of quarterbacks are built they're, – they're just thicker, a lot of them, and more capable of taking that level of punishment. Sure, but you also have to have a guy like Jalen Hurts who is a threat to throw the ball in those situations who can get outside and run like— On third and one? Like, I'm just saying the Philly push in general. So so you're going to bring in, like—you're going to draft a guy like Anthony Richardson to just put him in on third and one to push him from behind? No, but you're going to draft him, and while he's developing, you're going to put him on the field for every third and fourth and one while he's developing as a passer. Like, if you're holding him as a backup quarterback, what? why would you not put him in if he's capable of taking that push? Which is why—and if it doesn't even matter if it's only five or six teams that can do it. If the rest of the league is looking around and saying, like, you want to tell me— the, the Giants, the Cowboys right now won't vote against that rule just so that they can get rid of having to face it too? Oh, I think they could vote against it. My thought, uh, I, I do think it could become illegal. I don't think a lot of teams can copy it. I think saying it's a copycat league and teams copying what the Eagles do in that situation are two totally different things because of the physical abilities of Jalen Hurts. There are very few guys that can do what he does against big defensive linemen. I think that's going to prevent this from being a thing that everybody in the NFL does. I don't know if I'd say there's very few. That'll be interesting. Cause, and, and as like I said, as, as the next generation of quarterbacks come in, like Jalen Hurts is going to open up the whole can of uh, imposters and, and <laughs> lookalikes, and everybody's going to want the next Jalen Hurts, which is— be- you know, like that's just in and of itself. Like Josh Allen going to get people fired because he not everybody can do what Josh Allen does. Well, well let's say this because you brought up Josh Allen. That's a guy that actually can do it. So yeah. 
the Buffalo Bills need to figure out when you get in third and um, shorts or fourth and shorts and uh, even on the goal line, and they, and they run Josh Allen a, a, a hell of a lot, but I would adopt certain, something like this for the Buffalo Bills if, if I'm Ken Dorsey. Yeah, I mean, the Bills could do it. The, the Ravens can do it. Trey Lance can do it if he ever actually gets on the field. True. Uh, you know, it, there, there's, there's a handful of young quarterbacks out there that are physical enough to do it. You know, it, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what, what, what happens from that over the course of the offseason. Uh, also interesting last night, uh, Super Bowl shindig at my place, right? Uh, Devin and Evan, they tasted uh, they tasted scatterbrain for the first time. Uh, we uh, we we brought in the cherry vanilla whiskey and uh, and uh, had 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 them have a sip, gentlemen. Uh, your review on a scale of one to ten? It was uh, I would give it a solid seven and a half. Okay. Okay, Evan's a bit more of a whiskey snob. He likes his whiskey, you know, to, to put hair on his butt. And so, uh, whoa, I went butt. Whoa. Now we got to make this pot explicit. What hair Thanks. on his butt? I said hair on his butt. He's a furry one. <laughs> now it's explicit. Uh, six. Point five. Oh, you're like, being. Yeah, I don't think Evan liked it very much. He took a sip and he's like, "It's this sweet." You can tell. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a fine for like a shot at a party. Somebody comes up to you and you're like, "Hey, take a shot of this." I'm not sure I'm gonna go buy a bottle of of scatterbrain and just sip it at home. Like, oh, it, I, it is what I sip it up. I don't put a mixer in it. I just put put some ice cubes in it and I just drink that Dr Pepper tasting whiskey. Yeah. Like yeah, it is. I'm going not a out big mixer either when it comes to drinks. Like yeah. I just give me an ice cube and. Or two, and and I'm fine. I don't like to mix things. Why's it got to be ice cube? Well, what about iced tea? Could you put ice cube in with your iced tea? Now I'm just making really <laughs> poor rap jokes. Go ahead, Devin. What, uh, Devin, Devin no, save me from my, back, my come back around if we have time because I just saw a tweet and it's completely doesn't have anything to do relate. Right Perfect. With this. this that's what the podcast okay. is for. What so if you, I just saw a tweet. good that we're holding Devin's so, interest? Go ahead. <laughs> if you guys are familiar with the the U.S. military has shot some unidentified aircrafts out of the sky for like the last three Jesus. or four days. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. The Surgeon General is not ruling out aliens as oh. as 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 the uh, the culprits here. We'll edit this out because we have not confirmed this with our news desk, so we're just going to edit wait, this part. But out. here's the question about aliens: like, it's more of an alien conversation. Yeah, no. Here's the thing: I won't say question. Like, I I have a pretty good idea. If aliens have made it all the way to Earth. Then, number one, they're going to have more advanced weaponry than we have. So we're doomed either way. Number two, I'm probably not going to survive this. So, like, three, I'm just not going to worry about it. Like, if there are aliens here, I'm I'm so the, okay, like, all right, cool, there's aliens. Like, what are we going to do about it? What, are we going to go into an alien war? Like, they have yeah, ships man, that my, got here. My time is my time, you I mean, know? It's like, an, it's it's like my time. It's my if we time. get a zombie apocalypse, I'm just going to go to the local dispensary. I'm going to take as many drugs as I can, and I'm just going to end it. Like, yeah, that's just, just the way to go. You kind of hop, you hop on the back portio, patio, drink a cold beer, and just let the world burn. Yeah, like, I'm not going to try and figure out how to live amongst the zombies. I'm not going to try and figure out how to outrun the zombies and not become a zombie. I'm going to accept the inevitability that a zombie apocalypse has hit, and this is probably not going to end well for me. I'm, you know, I'm going to text you up to a lot of people and then take some drugs. Can we agree that out of the four of us, <laughs> out of the four of us, Harry definitely has the best chance to survive any of these scenarios? Of and course. I, and, I, and I literally believe that I'm going to survive. Honestly. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I like, disagree. I mean, why? Why? Who, oh, who do you think is going to out survive? Harry can outrun all of us, even even like when what, Harry hasn't like, run in a long time. Like I don't want to give spoilers away, but like Devin, 
Devin to me is going to be like the third episode of Last of Us. Like anybody who hasn't watched no that, watch it on HBO Max. I think no spoilers. I think Devin would be the guy who like builds an entire compound for himself and is able to survive. Like yeah, I'm not I worried about anybody that. else. You know, I yeah. have I had a I have a buddy that uh, did four tours in Iraq, and you know, one of the nicest things he ever said to me is, "He's like, dude." I would want you on my zombie apocalypse team because you're smart and you're a good planner and you can get people to come together. He's and like, you could play the violin and then put everyone to sleep. Oh, that's a good idea. But here's the thing, Harry. Like, black dudes always die at the beginning of horror movies. So, yeah, like, there's a, no I hate way. that too. Like, there's no like. Uh, look, if we're watching, like, if it's Scream 18 and the four of us walk in, we all know who Ghostface is going to kill first, and it's not me. Well, I'll tell you this. One thing black people aren't doing is that we're not going to go up to the person that, that we're scared of and ask them, hey, do you need help? Are you lost? Boom, we're gone. We're running. We're out of there. I mean, you say that, but I've sat in plenty of theaters watching horror movies where it is usually, like, it is usually, I don't want to stereotype here, but it is usually <laughs> the black person in the room that's like, don't go up the stairs. What are you doing? Giving me commentary the whole way. So you're going to tell me that suddenly the commentary, have you ever gone to a movie, a horror movie with somebody? I have to say that so clearly so people understand that it's H-O-R-R-R-O-R. Have you ever gone to a horror movie? And then in the middle of it had like a movie talker that you just finally looked at. And you're like, you need just stop. Just shut up. Fitz, you know me. You know I'm not going to anything like that. That's, oh, that is fair. Like Harry doesn't. Harry, Harry ain't playing with that. There, there's no mm -hmm. way. So you're not going to go see Scream, whatever, six with me? Like No. I, I But I actually watched the ones back in the day and. Uh, I wish I haven't, but I, I won't. I won't do it again. Well, that means Harry's probably not coming to my annual Halloween. Fitz, party. I think you will probably agree with me. You'll probably do the same thing in this situation. But if we're all four of us are running uh, away from zombies, I'm totally. I'm gonna trip you. I'm sorry. Oh I'm no, gonna, I'm shoving wow. Evan down. I'm gonna trip I'm you. Sho shoving have Evan down. Have the zombies be preoccupied while we run away. The only problem is like, y'all, we got to make a fat friend because here's the one thing about a zombie apocalypse: like, if I can push down somebody that's fat, it's gonna take a lot longer for the zombie to eat them, which gives me more head start. If I push down Evan, that's like pushing down a chicken finger to a zombie. Like he he slaps it's like a flat. He takes like two fingers, go pow, and rips it right oh, in half. Man. Uh, bang it, and He's like moving. It's not even taking him 16 seconds. Like he's dipping Evan in ranch and he's moving on. Like I need somebody bigger than Evan that we can push over. Evan, you care respond wow. to that? No, because it's all accurate. Okay, that is that's, <laughs> that is fair. Uh, by the way, um, speaking of Evan, I got to give him credit. Uh, the world wanted to know going into the Super Bowl party, he made mac and cheese, had a little bit of like a, a crumble on top of it. Uh, it was it was very good, and in fact, it was so approved by some of our guests that uh, are a little more tan. <laughs> than I am, that the mac and cheese <laughs> was nicknamed black and cheese. So I'm telling you, Evan, you know it did, you did it right when somebody walks up and says, that's black and cheese. So Evan, you, you, you're allowed at the cookouts, man. You know All what right, I mean? You make, go. you make mac and cheese like that, you're allowed to come to the cookouts, baby. Yeah, it wasn't the only thing. I was surprised. So, so the mac and cheese did very well. I didn't take any of it home. The uh, sweet and sour meatballs, I took a few home. I'm actually going to have them for lunch today. I didn't even have the meatballs. I heard oh, they were fire. Yeah, I have a couple for you. They're in the, they're in the break room. I'll, I'll go heat you them up and I'll give you some. Oh, wow. and then, your meatballs. And then I was surprised the the chicken fingers, which made the took the most amount of time, didn't they weren't as big of a hit. So I made chicken fingers 
and there was a pretzel like breading and then a hot honey sauce. I thought those would do better, but you know, you win some, you lose some. So, so I had uh, I had a piece of those. And they were good. I think the problem you ran into is that we also had J Tim's chicken wings, and that's just a lot of chicken. I think Fair. people people went for the wings instead of yeah. Uh, yeah, they, and, they're gonna go for J Tim's before chicken. Tim's yeah, and J Tim's by the way came through strong. The wings were a delight. They were delicious, and I did take Evan's advice. Like I felt actually bad because y'all like know I love to cook, and so usually when I'm throwing a party, I'm I'm cooking a bunch of things but i had a show right before then so i knew i wasn't going to get to cook much for it. so evan was the one that actually saved the day all i had to do was you know pick up wings but a uh, great idea on the air frying to warm up the uh the j tims because that really took him to a new level and just to be very clear you might have noticed that was a new air fryer uh in the uh, kitchen why was it a new air fryer because uh, i'm so mad at ninja for the way they they absolutely jobbed me over on my iced coffee maker that i took my ninja air fryer and threw it away. I'm out on everything ninja. So one by one, I'm replacing my ninja items. So my new air fryer came in clutch, by the way. So I, I, I felt good about that. It's like that sometimes. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, it, it worked. It worked. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Evan. No, you, um, you leave no stone uncovered when you host a party. Well, that is... Yeah, you did a great job. I just wanted to point out that it was a fun party. We had a great time. It was uh, looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, we're going to do it for March Madness, Harry. You should come up. You should come hang out with all of us for either Final Four or March Madness, either one. Uh, maybe both. I don't know. I was just talking to my wife about uh, me going up there so we can do the show from studio. Oh, too, that's so. nice. Did she give you permission to go on a field trip? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, maybe that's uh, one of the hundred reasons you should never take advice uh, from relationships on me. That uh, That is a, a, a true fact. Also a true fact, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us every single day. Uh, if you've never checked out this podcast before, be sure to keep an eye wherever you get your podcast. Not only can you get Fitz and Harry, uh, obviously, on the podcast feed, but we do this uh, quite often. Scatterbrain is the little extra bonus content you can only get here. For Harry Douglas, I'm Jason Fitz. For Evan Wilner, for Devin Kane, we appreciate appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Be sure to check out Fitz and Harry Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio.